Under the power of the Almighty and under the covering of our apostle. And I thank all the leadership in this house, every single one of you. May God bless you. And I want to say thank you to every one of us here for being here. If there's anybody here who is new, can you give us a wave? If you, this is your first time, you want to give us a wave? Anyone here like that? Anyone? <laughs> really? <laughs> She's not. All right. So God bless you. I want us to look uh, briefly, maybe in the next 10 minutes, I'm hoping, I'm hoping. In 10 minutes, I want us to look at a portion of scripture that we are also acquainted with. We are very familiar with it and I trust that burdens that came here will be lifted. That everyone that came here with one burden or the other, that God himself will speak to us in a ways that we will live here blessed. We will live here transformed, even in Jesus. Now come with me to Luke chapter 5, verses 1 to 6. Luke 5, verses 1 to 6. So it was, as the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God, that he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two boats standing by the lake, but the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. Then he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the multitude from the boat. When he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, Launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. But Simon answered and said to him, Master, we have told all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. And when he had done this, they caught a great number of fish and their net were breaking. We thank God for the reading of his word. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. Have you been in that place where you didn't feel like doing something? You didn't want to do it, but you did it anyway. I don't know about you, but I've been there several times where I didn't really feel like doing something, but I ended up doing it. When you look at the word nevertheless, nevertheless means notwithstanding. It means in spite of. It means despite everything. It means however. It means even so. It means having said that. It tells me that nevertheless is that word that tells you that there's been a phase that has ended and another phase is about to start. The face that you didn't feel like doing it has come to an end. And the face where you did it anyway has started. One of the things that this passage teaches us is that God usually connects with you and I to solve someone else's problem. 
God connects with you and I to solve someone else's problem. In the verse 1 of Luke chapter 5, it says that the multitude were pressing on Jesus. They had come from far and near, all over. And they were pressing on him, wanting to hear what thou sayest the Lord is. They wanted to know the word of the Lord for their life. They wanted to hear from Jesus. And they were pressing so hard on him that he needed to find a good spot to be able to teach the people, to be able to preach the people. And Bible says that he sees two boats that are sitting empty. The fishermen had gone out of it and they were washing their nets. It tells me that they were done for the day. And Bible says that he enters one which belonged to Simon Peter. And then he asks Peter to pull out, to push the boat out a little onto the water so that he will be able to preach to the multitude. And as far as Peter is concerned, this has nothing to do with him or his situation. His situation is that there is lack of fish. He didn't catch fish the whole night. So having to do what Jesus is saying, it had nothing to do with him. And up until this time, Peter had not caught on to the fact that God was, Jesus was using that experience to expose him to the miraculous. So my question this afternoon to us is, what is God connecting us to that has nothing to do with us? What is God God pressing on your heart to do that has nothing to do to do with you and you are like God can't you see I have problems of my own can't you see I'm going through so many things of my own it looks like people come to you asking you for one thing or the other and you are thinking don't they know I have problems of my own but the thing is that Jesus was setting Peter up for the miraculous he was setting him up for an amazing experience. So Bible says that Jesus now gets into one of the boats. And then he begins to preach. And then before he did that, he tells Peter, move the boat. Move it. Move it. A bit. So that I can preach. If I were Peter, honestly, I would be thinking, look, Jesus, I've told all night. I am tired. I didn't sleep. I need to go home and sleep. And you want me to push a boat so that you can preach to these people who have come to you. I didn't ask for your help. They are here seeking your help. And you want me to do this so that you'll be able to answer their prayer. So that you'll be able to attend to them. But the thing is, what you want me to do has nothing to do with me. Amen. This afternoon, God might be getting into your boat and connecting you into something or to someone that has no make sense. It is completely unrelated to that crisis that you are going through. It is so unrelated to that challenge, to that situation, that pain, that hurt, that you're, it has nothing to do with it. Yet God expects, that's why I started to say, have you done something that you didn't want to do? But you still did it anyway in the end. Now the story goes on to say that Jesus finally finished preaching. And then he turns his attention to Peter and said, Peter, launch out to the deep and let down your net for a catch. I came to tell somebody this afternoon that you just got God's attention. 
that whatever it is that you've been going through, whatever it is that challenges that you are going through, but you still find your way here. The devil did all he could to stop you from coming. You had so many excuses that you could have given, yet you decided to still come and sit at the feet of Jesus. For that much I came to tell you that just heaven just got your attention. That which you are going through, heaven just got your attention. And then Jesus says to Peter, he says the launch out. You see, you agree with me that Peter is not a novice. He is not somebody that didn't know fishing. He was a professional. He was a skilled person. He knew his left from his right. And this is a skilled fisherman being told by a carpenter how to fish. That actually didn't make sense. That you are skilled. You know what you are doing. And the, the interesting thing is, it's not like there were going to be fish that would just swim ashore and then for Peter to catch. So Peter's response was this, Lord, we have told all night and we caught nothing. How many of us here have told all night? Trusting God, believing God. You've been praying about that situation. You've been praying about that hurt, that pain. You've been praying about whatever it is that you've been trusting God for. Yet nothing seemed to be happening from January up to November. Ten months have passed. We are in the 11th month and you are like God. The year is about to end. At the beginning of the year, you said so many things to me. At the beginning of the year, there were so many prophecies concerning my life. And I've been trusting and I've been praying. I've been toiling all night. And nothing seemed to be happening. I've been praying about this problem. I've been fasting. And I still caught nothing. And Jesus is telling you and I, like he told Peter, launch out. Launch out. Launch out into the deep. If you want to see the wonders of God, you launch out into the deep. Psalm 107 verse 23 to 24 say that they that go down to the sea in ship they that do business in the great waters, they are the ones that see the mighty works of the Lord and his wonders in the deep. If you want to see the wonders of God, it's in the deep. It is not in those shallow waters. It is in the deep. So how do we go about? How do we launch out in the deep? And the, the Bible study did justice to how to launch out into the deep. You keep studying. You spend time in the word of God. You take the work, your walk with God seriously. You study the word and you become a doer of the word. And by all means, spend quality time meditating on the word. You don't just read it and just leave it. You keep chewing like a ruminant. You keep chewing and bringing it back up and then you chew it again and you bring it back up and you keep chewing. And you spend quality time in prayer. You spend time talking to God and hearing God talk to you as well. And you spend time in fellowship with the other brethren. That's why Bible says that do not neglect the assembly of the saints. And you keep that consistency. 
you keep doing the same things over and over and again and again and again. You keep doing it. And that is what brings that blessing. That is what brings that next level, that wonder that you are looking for. May I suggest to you that God does not need years. He doesn't need months. He doesn't need weeks. He doesn't need days. He doesn't need minutes, hours, not even seconds to turn your situation around. He's suddenly, that is the kind of God we serve. He is the suddenly God. And everything he does, he does it for our good. He does not want you to give up nor throw in the towel. He is only looking for your nevertheless. That phase when you didn't feel like doing it. And then come to that phase where you would do it anyway because he said so. That is all that he is looking for. That phase where you would do it because he said so. That is all that God is looking for. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 5 to say 6 says that trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Peter says to Jesus, I'm a professional. I know what I'm doing. In fact, I've been fishing all my life. Nevertheless, I don't really care about that first part of it. Where I didn't feel like doing it. Where I didn't want to do it. But I want to come to the phase where I would do it anyway. Because you said it. When it seems pointless, you still do it because God said it. God's word is not always going to make sense. But it doesn't make it any less powerful than it is. That is what God's word nevertheless means that I don't know when you are going to do it. I don't even know how you are going to do it. But one thing I know is that you will do it. That is nevertheless. Nevertheless means that I know you will do that which you only can do. I trust you to do that. Nevertheless, other word. I don't have to like it, but I'll do it anyway. I don't have to like it. God is looking for that nevertheless. Because you said so, I will do it. In spite of, even after saying all that, I will do it. Despite what I'm going through, I will still do that. It doesn't matter what you're going through. God is looking for your nevertheless. That throughout the pain, through the pain, the hurt, the heartache, the disappointment and all that. I will still trust you. Because it's your word and you said so. It doesn't matter what you are expecting from God. I came this afternoon within this few minutes to tell you that God is about to do better. Exceedingly, abundantly. Above all, above all, you can ask or things. Bible says that Peter caught so much, so much, that the net was breaking. I dare you to trust God. I dare you. In fact, I double dare you to trust this God. This God that we are serving. It's not easy. If anybody told you it was easy, they lied to you. It is not easy to trust God and say to God, Father, I trust you in this situation. 
when you see the storms around you and you see the storms are almost like swallowing you up and you still open your mouth to say, Father, I want to trust you. It's not easy. If anybody told you they were easy, they lied to you. But I dare you to still trust him and say, Father, despite the pain, despite this, that I'm seeing this as an impossible mountain, I still want to trust that you are able to make a way where there seems to be no way. That you are able to turn the tables around for my favor. That you are able to do what men said was impossible. That that is who you are. I want to trust you. I want to trust you. And this afternoon I came to dare you that give God that nevertheless, that in spite of Father, I want to move to that phase where I would do it anyway. Because you said, I need you to stand to your feet. We'll leave the preaching for another day. My time is up. Somebody, you came here. You came this afternoon. And like Peter, your response to Jesus is, I have told all night. I have told all week. I have told all these months. And I have still caught nothing. I need you to just grab one person's hand. I need you to connect to someone. The thing is this. You are going to finish this year. And you are going to finish well. You are going to pray for that person you are holding their hands. Just one person or two if you have to. And you want to pray for them. The father, this one is finishing this year. And finishing it well. Because whatever this one is expecting, you are able to do better. Exceedingly, abundantly, above all, he can think or even dream or imagine. You want to pray for them that, Father, exceed your expectation. May this one finish December. Come December 31st. May this one have a testimony. May this one have a word of praise on their lips. May this one have a song of praise on their lips. May this one have something to say in praise to your name. May this one, may this one, may this one. Let Father, we bring ourselves, oh God, before your throne of grace. We are going to finish this year and we will finish it well. That which has become a burden, that which has become sleepless night. Father, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Matoyande Yatab, Ia Soto Lepayabo, Matoyande Yatab, Ia We will finish this year, we will finish this year, and we will finish it well, we will finish it well.
they will say yes to your word. That it doesn't matter what they are going through. Their answer will always be yes. Give them the strength, that, that grace. That they will not look at the storm, but they will only focus on you. Even in the name of Jesus, you want to pray, Father, in the name Father, of Jesus. Jesus that word that you gave me from the beginning of the year. The word that is yet to manifest. You want to pray for the sudden manifestation of it. If you don't have a word, Bible says that the lines are falling for you in pleasant places. Bible says that he blows you daily with benefit. Bible says that you are the head and not the tail. Bible says that you shall rest, you shall sleep. When, when you put your head down, you sleep. There will be rest on every side. You want to pray that, Father, every word concerning my life, your word that you gave me, that it is well with me, that goodness and shall break through. The doors of good health, the doors of peace of mind, the doors of a sound mind, the doors of God, the doors of turn around, the doors, those doors have been opened right now unto us, oh God. And I thank you, God, that no man that is born of a woman will be able to shut it. No spirit entity, even in the spirit realm, will be able to shut it. Even in the name of Jesus, every word, oh God, that you've given unto us. Father of God, you are not a man. That is not who you are. You don't lie. And Father, you are not a wicked God. You are a good God. Your plans for us, they are of good and not of evil. They are supposed to bring us to an expected end. And that expectation will never be cut off. The expectation that you are able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all. That we can imagine or dream. And so, Father, we thank you. That every burden that came in today has been lifted. That as we step out of here, Father, we are stepping into that breakthrough. That we are stepping into that blessing. We are stepping into that turnaround. We are stepping into that which men said were impossible. That which the government said was impossible. That which the systems of the United Kingdom said it was impossible. You are going to open that door right now, even in the name of Jesus. Laws will change for our favor. Rules will turn for our favor. Even in the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, we thank you. And I bless everyone here with all spiritual blessings. That's as we step out. May your going out be blessed. Amen. May your coming in be blessed. Amen. May your food be blessed. Amen. May your water be blessed. Amen. Wherever your feet will thread this week, possess that which God has given Amen. you. Whatever your hand find doing this week, may it prosper even in the name of Jesus. Go ahead and go out. Go forth in the strength of the Almighty. And may the hand of the Lord forever be upon your life. Even in Jesus' name. And everything shall hear, shall shout, Amen. Amen. You want to share in the word of grace?